0: We are back, in studio, Triple B Podcast, basically, not even podcast, show, I'm calling it Triple B's because I'm going to mess up the name if I try and say it, it's got the words Bengals and Breakdown and BearCast in it somehow, I'm Zach Freeze with my two knuckleheads here, Alex Frank, uh, with a marvelous shirt, a marvelous Cincinnati Bud shirt, and uh, Elliot Rearing's also here. Boys, uh, football is back, officially back. Uh, I'm glad we, I
1: can be the afterthought.
0: Yeah, you're here, I guess. Um, this is this is, uh, but no, uh, this is a uh, our, I guess our second show. The first show we did uh, remotely, uh, we did kind of a little preview, but we got a lot of ground to cover, and uh, we had a we had a nice week of games. Some some great. So we, we the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? I mean, we had some great. So not so great. Steven Koskowski
2: was the ugly? Yeah.
0: Um, he was bad. That was tough. I think he saved his job with a 20-yard field goal. Wait, against. my bad. The Browns were the ugly. The Browns were the ugly. They weren't very good either.
1: There were some bad games, but and I think kickers were having an issue too all throughout the league. It wasn't just the Bengals. It wasn't just uh, the Titans. It wasn't just the Browns. It was everybody this week. So, Interesting week of football though. Football is back is the most is the most important thing. Football is back. Football is back. And
2: I think with that, we felt a sense of normalcy. Um, and I and the the no fans
0: didn't bother me a whole no. lot. No, it felt like it. It really kind of just felt like a normal NFL Sunday. Like I kind of forgot about the fans. You're just kind of so locked into the games. It's like
1: you kind of forget. Um, yeah, I I personally don't care about the fans. To be honest, I, I mean, if they're there, great. If they're not, great. Doesn't matter. Um, as long as the product on the field is good, that's all I care about.
2: And I think for the most part on Sunday from the games that I watched, the product was
0: Yeah I mean there, there was obviously some some sloppiness I think that's to be expected but yeah I thought I thought from what we saw or from what I saw it was it was solid. I mean it was there was some, there were some good some good games, some good football um, but let's not waste any time. Uh I guess we will start we'll start with the, the hometown team. Uh in typical fashion. They, they 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 lead for most of the game. They look oh okay. Defense playing well. Big Joe Burrow you know, it takes his lumps at times. It was an ugly first half, but had a nice touchdown run. It looked like this they were gonna kind of uh grind out a win. But no. No, we uh we know where that how this one ended. 16-13, uh, late drive, Burrow, marching the Bengals down the field. <sighs> there was the controversy with AJ Green. Did he score? Did he not score? But it was they called an offensive PI. It was the t- it was the game-winning touchdown, but offensive PI wipes that away. And then we got a th- but no no worries. We got a 31-yarder, dead center kick to tie Right? No, no. Randy Bullock.
1: Zach, I want an apology.
0: Misses a 31 yarder Zach, I
1: want an apology. Alex and I both want an apology. From I don't know. Because I'm not gonna apologize. This
0: guy stinks. He hurt his calves. Both. No, he did not
1: hurt his
2: calves. If you watch, no, 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 no. If, if you watch a replay of the kick, he's not. He's not um, hunching over because he hurt his calf. He's hunching over because he knows he missed the kick badly. That's what he's doing. Randy Bullock, Ellie, and I have both tried to tell you, Zach, and, and you're like. Oh, you know, it doesn't make a difference if you have a good NFL kicker on your roster. Yes, it does. We don't have... two field goals earlier. We don't have... Oh, big deal. It didn't matter. Sure, it was great then, but it didn't matter at the time where you missed the the most important one of the game. Okay.
0: I have two issues.
2: Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I said this on my blog yesterday. It is not an added bonus to have a good kicker on your roster. It is crucial to have a good kicker on your roster. Justin Tucker... <clears throat> Will Lutz. <clears throat> Jake Elliott. Well, he's not that
0: good, but anyway. J- J- really? He's alright. He's not one of those
2: Let me Let me run through some of the kicks that I can think of off the top of my head that Randy Bullock has missed in his career as a Bengals kicker that has cost this team games. Elliot, to your point no, last yeah. year, I was overreacting to your point last year you made after week one. I'm certainly not overreacting now because that should never have happened in the wise words of Taylor Twellman. Let's run through Randy Bullock's missed kicks over his career. Last year week one, 45 yard field goal, missed it against Seattle, one point loss for the Bengals. 2018, missed a 53 yarder against the Ravens on the road, down three, Bengals end up losing by three. 2018 week three, missed a 50 plus yard against Carolina, the Bengals lose by 10, had he made the field goal, it would have been a seven-point game, and they would have had a chance at the end of the game to potentially throw a Hail Mary. 2016, Week 16, missed a game winner at Houston, 43 yards away. Now, the Bengals were out of playoff contention by then, but still, you had an opportunity to win the game, and Randy Bullock could not come through. If you're trying to tell me that Randy Bullock still deserves to be the kicker of this team, I'm sorry, he does not. And also don't tell me that Randy Bullock is injured because he sure as hell is not hurt randy bullock knows that he missed that kick badly it wasn't even close it wasn't scott norwood missing just a little bit to the right in the super bowl in 1991 this was this was missing a kick that went almost as
1: far east as pittsburgh that's how bad the kick was he missed the net and it was less than an extra point i mean he missed the net yeah true and and here's what i have to say randy bullock I call him Fat Randy. Alex doesn't like when I call him that, but, you know, that's what I call him. I'm, you know, somebody who struggles with my weight a little bit. I'm allowed to call him Fat Randy. So, Mr. Fat Randy, here's what I want to say to you. I don't care what you do prior. I know. it's, It's a thankless job. Kicking is just like a bullpen pitcher, like Zach tells me all the time. It's thankless. They only remember your bad kicks. It's true. Unfortunately, this is what I have to say. He has proven not to be clutch. He doesn't make kicks when they matter. Uh, and, and that's what we need. By the way, the kick was 31 yards. I mean, if you send me, if you send Alex, if you send Zach, if you send my dog out to kick a 31-yard field goal, I would say there's a 95% chance we all make it, including my dog. So, Fat <laughs> Randy, this is what I have to say to you. I, I thank you for your service, and Zach's got his stats. I know he's going to come in here hot with that. Well, I'm just going to say, his...
0: we, we talk about Fat Randy, and he, he like you say— and I'm sorry to cut in, but I mean he made his last ten kicks of last year, but no, nobody talks about that. And He made the first two of that game. He missed the kick in crunch time, but I don't think that's the one reason they lost. That's my only point. The the Bengals lost, lost the game. The
2: Bengals lost the game. No, you're right. It it it's not. I mean, Joe Burrow admitted that they should have had. They should have put the Chargers away much earlier in the game. You think about the second quarter and the way that started. They stopped the Chargers on fourth down, and. They end up punting the ball away. You're up seven nothing. You just stopped the charters on fourth down. I believe that was the false start on Bobby Hart, which I can get into. God. Why he should not. He, he should not ever take the sick. field again.
0: I mean that you was couldn't it. Couldn't block a chair. Alex.
2: No. I mean, I mean Joey Belson made him look foolish out there.
0: Twenty one million dollars for that guy to get my franchise quarterback killed. That's what we're paying
2: that guy. And this isn't—I mean, this is not one million dollars. This is not even the blindside. Jonah Williams, by the way, I thought got better as the game went on. That yeah, was fine. Yeah. Trey Hopkins played well. Michael Jordan, you didn't notice him because he didn't do anything bad. Xavier Suafilo's out this week. Billy Price is going to be starting. That's going to be an interesting endeavor to see unfold on Thursday night. But at the end of the day, Zach, you're absolutely right. The Bengals didn't lose this. Yes, ultimately, Randy okay, Bullock Randy cost Bullock them. Up. Screwed up. He did. But... but this team, you think about. I think about the end of the first half. You have the ball on your own forty-one yard line, with one eleven left. No way in heck should you let the Chargers score at all. Forget about it. if you don't score, yeah, fine. But no way in hell should you let the Chargers score, and they did.
1: Defense played great, but that was a big—that was a problem. I I think another issue. It's it's kind of a micro issue, but at the same time, with eight minutes left or seven minutes left yep. in the fourth quarter, Alex. There is no excuse not to have one timeout left in that game. You're right. We have three timeouts used in the third and early fourth quarter. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, that's a game Zach Taylor should know. Joe Burrow should know. The offense, the defense should know that it's coming down to a wire. It's been been stalemated all game long. It's low scoring. It's going to come down to a kick. It's going to come down to one score. You need a timeout when you're driving down the field. And before, when Burrow tossed that interception, a timeout would have been big. I mean, this all all comes back to like having to remanage your team because you don't have the tools to successfully complete a drive. And with under a minute left, you need that timeout.
2: Oh, I, I think you're absolutely right. Now that said, Joe Burrow, I thought with no timeouts on the final drive, correct, it was it was exceptional. But you are right, Elliot. There's no excuse to not have a timeout. Y- you were out of timeouts with 6:22 left in the game. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. Six, I think it was 6:22 yep. left in the game. Now you mentioned the interception. Why are you not running Joe Mixon in that situation? You I, paid you paid him forty-eight million dollars. Forty-eight million dollars, and you're not running you're not running Joe Mixon. He had 15 carries prior to a third and two on the drive that yeah. led to Bullock's second field goal. He had four carries the rest of the game, one of which ended resulted in a fumble. You have to run Joe Mixon. Now, that said, Joe Burrow, when he was when the playbook was given to him, I thought did really well. Outside of the interception, yep. which was egregious, but get that out of the way now. Better have that happen in week one than in week uh, eight against the Titans.
1: No, and I and I don't blame, by the way, Zach Taylor, I think, because on that specific drive, Joe Mixon was being used a lot to drive down that field. Um, I, You know, Zach Taylor is not at fault for what Joe Burrow did. What Joe Burrow did was unacceptable. He's a rookie. He hasn't had a preseason game. I mean, this is Joe Burrow's first NFL game against competition. I mean, this is the first time guys are coming at him. I, You know, it, it, and mistakes are going to happen. We're not going to win that game. It, it's just, I mean, it, it's it's a rookie game. It would have been nice to win it. It would have been it would have been really nice to win that game, especially with, as Zach said, and how our defense played. But at the end of the day, that's a Joe Burrow mistake uh, that he's going to sleep on, he's going to work on, he's going to know that you can't do that. And I think what happened earlier on, he wasn't getting rid of the ball when he was, when uh, Bobby Hart was just letting the, letting the, Every letting the military come at him <laughs> and, and 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 Joe Burrow wasn't getting the ball away early on. The first, you know, the first half, first quarter, it was kind of like a what are we doing now? Yeah,
2: that 14 yard sack was like you got to yeah. get rid of the ball, you got to
1: get rid of the ball. And I think that's what he was trying to do when he went down in the fourth quarter on the second to last drive. But that's not the way to throw the ball away, you can't just toss it up on a little flick. You know you gotta you gotta be confident. You gotta look for a receiver. Make sure there's no defenders in the area, and there were a whole lot of defenders in the area. So, to your point, Joe Mixon probably should have had the ball, but Joe Mixon was also coming off several big carries that have driven that drove us down all the way to I don't know what the yard. Line it was the was 25 there. yard line was it the 25? But in that situation,
2: so, if you run the ball on third and two and you get the first down, you're nearing the end of the third quarter. Yeah. You keep the Chargers' defense on the field. You get them more tired, and you yeah. score a touchdown in that situation. You're up 17 to six. I'll give you another play that really, I thought, kind of flipped the momentum a little bit. It was a third and four on the Chargers' touchdown drive. Tyrod Taylor's rolling right. Sam Hubbard tries to get him down. Taylor stiff-arms him, and the only catch of the game made by Jalen Guyton was on that play, and it kind of took a little bit of momentum away from the Bengals over to the Chargers. And if Sam Hubbard gets that sack, I think the game might have turned out a little bit differently. But I think, Elliot, to your point about... You know, Joe Burrow, he he does have to get rid of the he did have to get rid of the ball quicker in the earlier in the first half. And I'm telling you right now, Thursday night when you're playing against Miles Garrett, Larry Ogunjobi, and Sheldon Richardson, and you think about what quick what the quick passing game can do, this is something I brought up yesterday with Justin and Preston on our Bengals re, uh, recap show. If you were able to establish your quick passing game against the Browns defense, their linebacking core depleted, their secondary depleted, or just not very good. And then you force the defensive line to have to make plays, because I'm telling you right now, Joe Woods and and the defense—they're probably thinking, "Oh, look at that offensive line—we're teeing off against Joe Burrow." They have to be thinking that going into Thursday night.
0: Yeah, look, I think Burrow—I don't think Burrow's the issue. I think Burrow looked good, to be honest, for the most part, despite him almost getting murdered um, multiple times. I think they're going to be in good shape with Burrow. Uh maybe not probably not this year, but uh it wouldn't shock me if they won on uh in Cleveland just because I think I don't know how much better of a like I, I, the Browns are the Browns to me it, just watching them. I know I predicted them to make the playoffs, but I think yeah. I that's think, how, how's that looking. Now I for think you? that's going to be not good. I think that's going to be a tight game. I would still favor the Browns definitely, but I think the Bengals. It wouldn't like if the Bengals went in there and won that game. I, like I think people are kind of sleeping on on them, and uh, they could they could go in there and win. I, I I don't doubt it. I don't. I think the Browns defense, like you said, is is depleted. They lost. Lost a bunch of guys. Uh, it's a linebacker in the secondary. So
1: I think the bigger story, believe it or not, is their offense because it's somehow Baker Mayfield is unable. To Have
2: we uh, transitioned to the Browns Ravens? Go we're going. We're going, okay.
1: we're going to in a little bit. I want to say one quick thing because Baker Mayfield. I mean, it's bad. It might be over. It might be over. I won't say I that. I was. But... I. I. I mean. I remember last year when we were discussing, it was Baker Mayfield that was going to be the star and Lamar Jackson maybe going to have a fallout kind of year. It's. I mean, it's not. Lamar Jackson's the real deal. He's the MVP of the, of the National Football League, and he is, and he is good. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I mean, 10 targets to one of the best receivers in the NFL, Odell Beckham, 10 targets, three catches for 30 yards. Odell Beckham. Is not going to be on that team. Sixteen games this year. I, I mean, there's no way. Whoa, he can't. That Wait, I he's going to get traded. San, Fr- get San traded. Francisco will pick him up. He's going to get traded. I can see it happening. Yeah, okay. and I, because listen, I don't think Odell is going to want to be there, and I don't blame him. I don't think Odell fits. He's way too talented for them. Yeah, Odell. O- Odell's a big market player in a small market joke of a city. No offense, Cleveland. <laughs> well, take some offense. Um, but this is a team in Cleveland that doesn't have a soul. It doesn't have purpose right now. I don't, I don't know what's going on. You have one of the best running backs in the NFL, and Nick Chubb. He's getting out-carried by another I great running back. back. I'm Kareem, I am Kareem sorry. Kareem Hunt. I'm not sure what Alex was doing there. Hmm. Uh, I was pulling, I was pulling hmm. up the stats in some video. It just happened to come up oh, on the, go, uh, the laptop. Anyway, the you have Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the NFL, getting out-carried by three touches to Kareem Hunt. Again, Kareem Hunt's a great running back. He's phenomenal. But you can't have a split backfield like that and expect to do anything good because you're playing the Ravens. You have to establish somebody as the leader here. Somebody has to do like Baker Mayfield can't complete a pass. Odell can't make a catch. Jarvis Landry does his job, and then you have Nick Chubb not being able to get in a rhythm because he's getting out every other play. This is this is this is a, a, a Zach. Zach said it earlier, I think a few days ago. It's a losing culture in Cleveland. They don't have anything in Cleveland. Um, I'm going to say then they're going to win the Super Bowl next year. They're day. not winning the Super Bowl. No.
2: 2020 I mean, <laughs> it, has yeah. been a year of unpredictability, yeah, yes. but if there's anything that I'm sure about, is that the Cleveland Browns are sure as heck not winning the Super Bowl this year, and they sure as soccer not winning the Super Bowl next year, and I don't know when they're going to win the Super Bowl, but you know what? Here's here's what really ticks me off about the Cleveland Browns. It's not just a losing culture within the organization. It's a losing culture within the fan base. I'm in a Twitter group chat with some high school friends, and one of, one of their dads is in it, too. They're big Browns fans. Some are Bengals fans, which, of course, I like. Um, so he, he reaches out yesterday, and he asks us um, why we thought Joe Burrow was going to break the rookie touchdown passing record that Baker Mayfield currently holds at 28. I thought about—I I thought this— what has Baker Mayfield done since then with more talent? Nothing. Thank you. He He's done less with more talent. How does that happen? And Baker's like, if anybody can turn around this franchise, it's me. <laughs> okay. What have you done? 7-8-1. That's encouraging. That's fine. Baker was very successful that year. 6-10 and ten with the team that they had last year on offense? Embarrassing. I get it; their offensive line wasn't very good. Okay, you have Nick Chubb, one of, as Ellie, you mentioned, one of the best running backs in the NFL. I put I put him in my top five running backs in the NFL. Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., two of the top twenty-five receivers in, in the NFL. You also had a pretty decent tight end, in David Njuku.
1: and David Ajoku. And You just she's added in, Austin Hooper. You yeah, just added
2: Austin Hooper. Well, what did he do? What did he do? Two catches for fifteen yards. Whoop-de-do! Big deal. How many
1: targets? Uh, two. You know, and nice. that's and that. And that's the thing. And, and apparently, Kevin Stefanski loves to use his tight ends. Okay. And, and it's like, Njoku is now out for the year, I think, right? Or is he, he's out for a period of time. He's on I mean, IR. He's on IR. He might so, only miss three games. But yeah. So, we're going to have to, they're, or they're going to have to, um, adjust to having just Austin Hooper, who they didn't utilize at all. Um, and to Alex's point, I mean, this is a team that has...
2: It's their loads fans. Loads of
1: talent. Their fans. Loads of it.
2: Yeah, and their fans have to apparently bash on the Bengals because they lost thirty-eight to six to the Ravens. Now, Whoa. okay, l- I will say this: this is the Baltimore Ravens. Can we talk about how good they looked on Sunday? Because la- they, uh, they, they, are, they are—they have not lost a step from last year. And I was a little concerned about them coming into the season. Yeah. Look at it, the way. Look at the way their season ended last year in the playoffs. It, they didn't put on a good showing. It wasn't a bad showing. It just wasn't very good. Tennessee kind of. They made all the big plays, and Baltimore never really made that big play. But, And then you think about, you know, I said their schedule's tougher this year. Teams are going to catch on to Lamar Jackson. And all Lamar Jackson did um, on Sunday was go 20-25 of 25 for 275 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions, and also rushed for 45 yards on seven carries. That's a very solid week one line. And it's interesting. I, I was thinking about this last night. Do you see how many commercials Baker Mayfield's oh God, in? And then you think about, ending. and then you think about Lamar Jackson and, and the number of commercials he's in. Zero. It's because Lamar Jackson actually cares about the game of football. Baker show did show in college that he is. We're getting into coward territory now. I love it. Keep Baker May, Baker Mayfield. I said coming into the season he's going to perform well because he knows he has to. I didn't see any I, I, from the stats on Sunday. I didn't see any sort of that. If the Browns lose on Sunday, if the Browns lose on Sunday, 10 days in between games, I'm not saying there will be. I don't think there will be. But will there be a quarterback controversy in Cleveland? No. I because let I, me tell you, Case Keenum looked better than Baker Mayfield did in training
0: camp. Case Keenum, I don't think it's going to start. I don't know.
1: If they don't win games, I think Alex might have a point. I, I don't know how early it's gonna be. They're not gonna quit on him yet. But Baker Mayfield has looked very bad, and I don't. I, I, and again, for the love of God, I don't understand. He has every every offensive player that he wants that he can dream of: great running backs, great receivers, great tight ends. How are you not succeeding? Like, how are you not succeeding? I don't get it. But they aren't, and that's um, I. I and to Alex's credit, the Ravens looked great. Ravens looked like a Super Bowl contender. I have them winning the Super Bowl or getting to the Super Bowl. Uh, excuse me. I, You know, I, I think they outclassed the Browns, and I, I think it's going to be the Ravens' show this year in the NL uh, or the NL Central uh, in the <laughs> AFC, in the AFC North. But that's what we'll have to deal with. And to Zach's point earlier, I do think the Bengals will go in, will, will, will play Thursday night. In Cleveland, and I think the, I think they're going to put up a fight. And I think if they if they win, they win. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think I, what's the spread? Six and a half. Six and been, a half in
0: favor of the Browns. I think it's been even bet, getting bet down. Like I've seen it at five and a half. Because I, I was I, I was surprised right at how big that line was. It opened at eight and a half, which that's is ridiculous. Like, silliness.
2: That's ridiculous. Silly. I I will say this now. When we now when we reconvene on Thursday to and we'll really talk about this game on Thursday because. It is it is a really important game. I think more so for the Browns because the Bengals aren't expected to be very good this year now. Then again, I I picked them to go 11 and 5, which I am kind of bumping that down a little bit now. You think? Oh god.
0: Uh, I I mean You think? No, wait, hold on Alex. In fairness to Alex, he did have them starting zero and two, and then winning eleven of. Well,
2: <laughs> then I flipped my pick last minute to the char- to the Bengals winning on Sunday, but that was because the Chargers were without Mike Pouncey, they were without Trey Turner, and you know what? I do deserve some partial credit because I was close in thinking that the Bengals were going to win.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't and that think they
2: And, that was, and that was a toss up game. That was. That, that was that was the toss up. That was the toss up game of the week. That and the Raiders and the Panthers was, were the toss up games of the That's, week. Yeah. Well, except the
1: Raiders panthers that was a good game.
2: That was a good this game. Was a horrible uh, game. game. <laughs> why are you not Why are you not giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey on fourth and inches? This is another story. But at the end of the day, I think when I when I think about the Bengals going up to Cleveland, I, I, it's it's definitely more of an important game than the Browns because, like I said, the Bengals aren't expected to be very good this year. Now, if the Bengals somehow win on Thursday, which I think they will, spoiler alert. Then they have they have ten days off. They're one and one. They're feeling good about themselves. They got Joe Burrow cooking. You know, maybe uh, I'll say this: A.J. Green looked pretty good on Sunday. Goods, His yeah. first game back in two years. C.J. Uzama looked yeah. good. I, I liked how they used Gio out of the backfield. Joe Mixon looked pretty solid. The offensive line wasn't terrible outside of maybe the, the first. Half. In the second half, they weren't terrible. Ahead. Yeah, you're right.
1: Um, and I don't know if you saw the stat by the way, not to cut in a little bit. Gio, Gio, Giovanni Bernard is number one, and Joe Mixon was number two. Running backs or I guess players in general, most carries without a fumble. Those guys were one and two in the NFL. Good.
2: Yeah, and it, it just so happened that Joe Mixon fumbled on Sunday. Which, Which is unfortunate. unfortunate. It, it was very unfortunate. But give the defense we – we didn't even talk about the defense. I thought they played really well they at times. Great. Jesse J- played great. Jesse Bates was really great. good too. Jesse Bates was probably my player of the game. I thought Jermaine Pratt played pretty well. Yeah. The linebackers, like, they actually look like NFL linebackers. They weren't, like, getting gashed by Austin Eckler and Hunter Henry, although there was one play towards the end of the first half where the did. But, like, you remember, guys, we were in Baltimore last week. We watched Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram run all over the linebackers. That didn't happen on Sunday against the Chargers. If the, Think about this. It, it's a more important game for the Browns because if they go 0-2, they are getting every bit of attention put on them by the national media. Let alone Cleveland. If the Bengals win, they go to Philadelphia Week Three.
0: The little Felix. I yeah. did, I didn't. Uh,
2: if uh, if you, there, you seg- to because, want to go there, you want to kind of segue into that because um, I know Absolutely. you do because I know I I know, I think I know you Elliot have some things to say
0: about Carson Wentz. He wasn't good. Yeah, but we do this we do this every year where we'll take one Carson Wentz game. And then when he throws to the – to Sean Jackson's his number one receiver, and he's 500 years old. And it was a bad game, but we did this last year, and then Carson Wentz was really good, and then they made it to the playoffs, and then we did that. So we'll see where this ends up after the one game, after, after, after this one game. I think Carson Wentz is fine. He had a horrible game, to be honest.
2: 24-42, two seventy two touchdowns, two interceptions. Not very good. Not going to cut it. Especially oh, They've got to they win it. Especially when you saw what he did last year with – as calling uh, as someone said, deck chairs, playing.
0: Well, in fairness, look. I'm <laughs> Excuse not, me. Throwing uh, the deck chairs. I'm not trying to, with all due respect to Philly's offense. I mean, the Greg Ward caught five passes. Boston Scott was the leading rusher. I don't want any. I don't want any it's, smack But Miles Sanders passes. was out. He was out. That's the issue. Like that hurts them. I and mean, I now think... should they still win that game against a bad football team? The the, the bad the football team? Yeah. <laughs> I think they should win that game.
2: Well, I think you also I heard I saw I heard someone say that Washington's defensive line has five first round draft picks. Um, and they changed the game.
0: Kerrigan and
2: Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Chase Young. Chase Young, Chase and then, then Ionasi, something like that.
0: I don't know if Ionitas is a first round. Ionitis but, excuse but that me. That kid's pretty tough.
1: So yeah, there was eight sacks in the game. In the the sack leaders for the NFL, the top five, two Washington defenders are in there. But didn't Lane? Kerrigan had two sacks, and Matt Ioannidis had one and a half. So, I mean, that's. I mean, there's. I mean, I. I, To the Washington's credit, they played well defensively. They stepped up. Um. But that was, that was a bad, bad second half by Philadelphia. No I think
2: bad. you also have to remember that Philadelphia was playing without two of their top offensive linemen. Brandon Brooks, who injured his ACL earlier in the offseason, and then Lane Johnson, who might, I mean, those are their two might, yeah, might be their two <laughs> best offensive linemen. They are both out. Um, Dal- yeah. Dallas Goddard, he played well. He did play well. Um, are, are, should, should we be concerned about Philly? No, because the rest of the division, quite frankly, stunk this week. Dallas, yeah. has, Dallas has issues. They should have won on Sunday. We'll get to that in a minute. The Giants... The Giants weren't terrible last night. Daniel Jones just made a bad play in the – you know what I'm talking about, where he had that – Bud Dupree tipped that pass and Cameron Hayward intercepted it. That was backbreaking. The Giants' defense, to me, still is a work in progress, obviously. Uh, Washington, look, they did get a big win, and maybe they're better than what we thought. I said they go 0-16, but uh, (laughs) that's a little bit wrong there. But at the end of the day, maybe they they are a little bit better than what we saw uh, last year and on paper. Um, when I think of Philadelphia, what, what I'm gonna write down there in my notes. But you, you—they had no business losing this game. You're up seventeen to nothing in the second quarter on the road. Find a way to put that game away. If you end up winning twenty-seven to fourteen, okay, fine. But losing, but letting Washington outscore you twenty-seven to nothing, and there's no fans in the stands. The the the, the Washington football team the, their culture is terrible—and you let them beat you the way they did. Let's look at the uh the last several Eagles drives, okay? Starting with the interception at the end of the first half. Interception, punt, punt, interception, missed field goal, turnover on downs, punt, turnover on downs, fumble, end of game. Excuse me, that's not going to get it done. And let me and let me tell you this. They play the Rams this week. That's now all of a sudden... Well, that's a tough game. Yeah, that's a very t- Can you see the Rams going into Philly and
1: winning? Absolutely. Elliot? Uh, I mean, the fact that... Phil, I think Philadelphia's favorite, aren't they? That's. I mean, I, I think They'll be
2: favorite because they're playing at home. I think
1: it's close, to think, be honest. I don't think it's close. I think the Rams, and I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. Oh! Really? What? Hot take, let's go. Oh. Hot take, Yeah, Your dude. mic is hot right now. The, the Rams... I, I mean, The Rams look, are good, but... The Rams' offense was unable to <laughs> capitalize... On their drives, a lot of field goals. Uh, I, I two. Was it three? I thought it was three. Was it two or three? It was two, because it was 20. Okay. So early, did, er, earlier on, they were unable in the game, in the Dallas game, which we'll get to. Okay. They were unable to uh, capitalize into the end zone. Um, Philadelphia scored, what was it 17 first, and then it was 24 unanswered? Is that what it was? 27 unanswered. So. so I, I think if the if the if the Eagles have, which by the way, uh, I don't know how what their wider I mean the wide receiver core. Exactly, like is mean, a joke. So shout out Carson Wentz. But I think the Rams are better. I think Jared Goff looked okay, and yeah. I, I don't think Jared Goff looked bad. I think Malcolm Brown looked good. I think he looked good. Robert Woods looked good. Higby looked good. They have I mean they have a ton of wide receivers. They have Cooper Cup. I, I think the Rams are, are more talented, and I think they have a better chance of winning that game. I think they're going to win probably by, I would say, 13 or 14 points.
2: And then you think about in week three, they play the Bengals, and then they go to San Francisco, which I don't think San Francisco's in that much trouble. I think Arizona's just a better football team than we've seen recent years. So, uh, But this loss, when you, when you lose a game that you should have won, and this is the problem with Philadelphia. I said this last week, and I've said this all offseason— Philadelphia will lose a game early in the season that will make you roll your eyes and scratch your head and question, are they really as good as they might appear on paper?
0: I'll say this. They better win this week because if they don't win this week, they're starting 1-4, 1-5. Do you think
2: th- Do you think they should worry about the Bengals?
0: I mean, I'm not saying, like, look ahead. They lost to the,
1: Red- I- the Redskins. They, I think they, they lost beat- to the Washington football
0: To be honest, I think they'll beat the Bengals, but, I mean, you're going to San Francisco and Pittsburgh, like... And then Baltimore is like, ew. and and that it, it doesn't matter
2: that Baltimore's
0: at home, no, because Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore can, Baltimore <laughs> can win anywhere. Absolutely, I, I think Philly's in trouble just because of their schedule. I mean, like, you got to beat the, you got to beat the Redskins. Have to. You got to beat the Redskins. You have to. That's one of those you games. Like to, that's the it, difference really? between them going nine and seven, which was I thought they would go oh, I had and I have them at nine and seven, eight and eight like that's the thing that keeps you out of the playoffs and I can see that and happening. this is and this is with an extra playoff spot could be it wouldn't shock me if they were eight and eight now or something something like that I think they might win this week I thought it'd be a close game, but it' will, we'll see because that loss is going to it's week one but at the same time that's that's one you're penciling in as a win to start the year so all right uh another game we have to talk about in the nFC and when we gotta talk about the we gotta talk about the Bears, the twelve and four Bears.
1: I want to apologize. I, I'm not apologizing. I I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't. Want, I, I, you, you can't take much from this game. I want to apologize, to Alex, well, I'm because surprised. in the third quarter, uh, top of the fourth, <laughs> top of the fourth. Are yeah, you buzzing
2: uh, on my phone while I'm driving to my relative's house in <laughs> Mason to watch the game?
0: Bottom of the fifth,
1: Alex. Bottom of the fifth, Alex. <laughs> Alex told us on that show, the preview show, the NFL preview show, the Bears were gonna win twelve games. Horrible take. But that is how it shook out in that's playoff horrible, predictor. That's a horrible take.
2: That's partially why they have twelve yeah. games.
0: I
1: think they'll win the division. It's a horrible take. But
0: well, I can't say it's a horrible take. That's first, what I'm saying. I'm apologizing. First. I'm
1: apologizing. They were down twenty-three. What was it? Twenty-four. It was, tw- it was twenty-three to six. Twenty-three to six. Going into the fourth quarter. Um. I would have bet my life on the Lions doing that. Mitch Trubisky, really? Mitch Trubisky.
0: they're up twenty three to six. But it's the, the Lions. The Bears' quarterbacks, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, it's the Lions.
1: It is the Lions. They have 23s. the wor- they
2: have the worst luck of any team in the NFL. Go ahead, I no don't mean to cut Lions you off there. Real.
1: Uh, the the Lions, by the way, without Kenny Galladay, um, Mitch Trubisky looked okay. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look good, but he, I mean, he's serviceable. Alex told me put in Nick Foles. I kind of agreed with him heading into that because. I mean, their offense was trash. Trash. They fought their way back. The Bears' defense held the Lions. The Bears' offense carried them down the field. They won the game because of a dropped pass in the end zone. Yep. But yep. they did win the game. So, Alex, I want to I apologize to you for trashing your pick. The 12-win season for the Chicago Bears are alive. Well,
2: it it certainly is never over when you're playing the Detroit Lions, as we have seen over the years. But I don't think you can take away much from this game. Mitch Trubisky played, I I guess, solid. I mean, 20 of 36 isn't going to set the world on fire, but he did throw for 242 yards and three touchdowns. Now, then again, most of it was in the fourth quarter. But at the same time, the fact that he was able to have the fourth quarter that he had, I think speaks to his resiliency. I mean, that was a, I mean, that might be, am I overreacting when I say that might be a career-defining moment for Mitch Trubisky? Now, you are playing the Detroit Lions. Yes, that's an overreaction. The Detroit Lions have the worst luck of any franchise in the NFL, by the way. I'm sick and tired of anybody saying that that the Detroit Lions are a playoff sleeper. They are
0: they are not. They are not going anywhere. Imagine thinking this ima- year. Imagine having like as bad as like I, I disagree with the Bears thing with Alex, but imagine like going
1: into a season thinking like, Oh, the Lions, they're gonna win ten games. The no. Lions are couldn't, historically, couldn't be historically one of the worst sports franchises of all time. And that's like, every country, if you put every country in the... Like, the Lions are America's, Lions like... The Lions are real bad. The worst franchise. They are. Franchise. They, they,
2: they have not won a playoff game since the mid-90s. Now, the Bengals haven't won a playoff Any game since yeah, They haven't won a playoff game they've never been, been to a Super Bowl, so... They've never been to a Super Bowl. I don't think they've been to an NFL championship game yes. since 1957.
1: Hmm. Football I mean, was good back then.
2: I mean, that's, six, that's six, 63 years ago. The, the Lions have the worst luck. Now, I will say this with the Bears. Their next two games at home against the Giants, I, th- that's a win, right?
0: Probably. Um, I don't pencil it a win. It's a close one. That's another close game. I, I think don't it's, think I, that's I, a blowout. I, I,
2: I don't, the Giants are not a bad football team. I don't think they they're just, right they just don't know how to win yet. Their next Dimes game. is the right guy. Their next Saquon Barkley is. We'll Daniel Jones <laughs> impressed me last night. Because that. before the interception, he marched them 90-plus yards against that defense that sh- the, the Steelers have? I mean, think about that for a minute.
0: I think Dimes is the guy. I,
2: th- I think you're right, Zach, and I-, I owe you an apology for doubting Daniel Jones. And I'm someone who grew up a Giants fan.
0: And I was not, by the way. I thought Daniel Jones was a terrible draft pick at the time. but I've... So did the
2: fans. But... Didn't they boo him? I, I, didn't fans boo when he yeah, was drafted? I think
0: he might have. I, okay, I, I was wrong, and I well, but I was kind of in on him after last year. I'm like, this guy's got Moxie. I think he's got uh, this kid, Slayton, is another guy. I think he's he's really good. He's a good receiver. Shepard's pretty good.
1: Saquon is Saquon. Saquon, they're, they're well, t- Saquon is Saquon, but Saquon didn't play well at all. Well,
2: okay, yeah, the, the Steeler happen. the Steelers' game plan to stop him, and they did. Um, the
1: Giants are
0: uh, line is also never
2: good. No, it hasn't been good. Even when yeah. they won the Super Bowl, it wasn't very good. Uh, wasn't very good week three by the kind of got sidetracked there week three the after the Giants game in week two for the Bears week three the Bears go to Atlanta that's not a I mean you can't pencil on that one Atlanta played okay on Sunday I don't think they're I don't think they're a really good team there I think they're a decent team now then again they were playing Seattle more on more on uh them and later on but then their schedule gets tough with the Colts Tampa Bay Carolina LA New Orleans yeah. Tennessee, Minnesota, Green Bay, and then you finally played Detroit at home in Week uh, 13. So you can't really you can't really take away much from this game, other than the fact that the Lions have the worst luck of any team in the NFL, and they do. The Bears, I don't know. I I, I don't know because I mean they can be really bad one week, and then they can look like a a, a playoff team, a wild card team, a different week. So I mean, you just don't know with the Bears.
0: You don't, and I, and I think uh, look, I don't know if that was a career defining dry uh, dry or quarter for Mitch, but I think it was important because I mean, if they lose that game thirty four to six, and Mitch was terrible, I mean it's 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 a bad look if they you know continue in a market, to run him out there, and I in see. a
2: market like Chicago, I think they were, that Nick Foles that there was going to be swirls of think, Nick Foles.
0: I don't I don't think Mitch is good. I think he will regress back down to old Mitch. Um so but that was a big you gotta credit Mitch Trubisky. I mean that that was a heck of a comeback because I the Bears coming back in that game was one maybe the most improbable thing I can remember. Yeah. And it, because it
1: was the Bears because they're also snake bitten.
0: They have no But
1: Alex is correct. Giants coming up, Saquon Barkley, I just looked it up. A hundred and fourth this week. NFL rushing six yards. He was a hundred and fourth this week. A hundred and fourth. He had six yards. I just want to list a few guys that had more rushing yards: Ben Roethlisberger, Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> Sam Darnold. <laughs> That's sad. Robert Woods, Ryan Tannehill, Jared Goff, Robert uh or Robert, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Gardner Minshew, Anthony Lazard. Every one of these guys, Mitch Trubisky, Teddy Bridgewater, every one of them had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. Uh, What's his name? Joe Mixon has a horrible offensive line. He leads the AFC in rushing. So what's Saquon's excuse? I don't know. It's one game. We'll see. I think
0: Saquon will be fine. The
1: the Steelers' defense is for real. They are. Kirk Cousins had more rushing yards than Saquon.
0: Get back to me next week. Six. I think Saquon will have more than six yards. I think he'll have maybe like seventy, eighty yards. <laughs> but he
2: also, but he also was had six receptions for sixty yards, so he did have some impact on the game. He did.
0: That's what but, Saquon. But the
2: Steelers' the run defense is unbelievable.
0: I think the Steelers are one of the best defenses in football.
2: They might so. be the best defense.
0: T.J. Watt's may be the best player in football defensively. So
2: whoa, one
0: who's of, who's one of them?
1: <laughs> What's the time code looking like? We got about 20 minutes left on this right, segment. Right. So, what, what is there another game we wanted to talk about? Uh, oh, yeah. Th- yeah I, oh, we got to uh, talk about
0: the I was going to say okay. <laughs> Bucks Saints. We got to we got to talk oh, about Oh, that's that. right.
2: Um that game went as expected. I I think <laughs> I think um, I, I I picked the Saints to win. I think all of us picked Did all of us pick the Saints to win? Yeah,
0: I picked okay. the
2: Saints. to win. Um, I I don't think we should be concerned about Tampa Bay. I think it was rust, and you can say, "Oh, it's Tom Brady." Yeah, he hasn't played in, in eight months. So I'm not concerned with Tampa Bay. That Saints defense is really good. I mean, even without Von Bell, their secondary made the secondary is it, really good. Their secondary was the difference in the game. Um, if you take away those two interceptions, Tampa Bay may end up winning that game. But New Orleans weeks. Uh, that was expected the Saints to win at home. Brady looked a little rusty. I thought he looked good at times. He's gonna to have to get used to I mean, Gronk had only two catches in but I believe in that game. Mike Evans was hurt. Tampa Bay's offensive line is still a question mark. I think at the end of the day, Tampa Bay's going to be fine. New Orleans, I mean, they're a Super Bowl contender. We all know that. Drew Brees only threw for what, ninety four yards? I don't think we should even be concerned about that. I'm concerned about that.
0: He was at a he got up to I will 6-3. say this.
2: Without Michael Thomas, look out. But then again, you still have to think about, they still have um, Traquan Smith, Alvin Kamara, Ted Ginn, their tight end, Jared Cook, the tight end, in a real nice year last year. Remember, he was my sleeper in fantasy football. I think the I think the Saints are, are still the best team right now in that division. I have Tampa Bay winning it. But that, that one is expected. I, I don't have a lot of criticism from that game. That's just the Saints playing at home. Tampa Bay with a new look offense. I mean that, that that's what it was. You, you that was expected. I think both
1: quarterbacks showed their age. I think Drew Brees is a little bit more. It, it's I, in my opinion, it's a more interesting story because Drew Brees, up until that game, I thought of has been a very consistently good quarterback, despite how old he is. Last year he was great. The year before that he was great, despite the injuries. I I I don't know. I he has a lot of weapons on offense, and I think that as I don't think he played well down the field. His balls down the field weren't good. And I we did, have to-
2: why did I say ninety-four yards? He ended up eighteen of thirty for one sixty and two touchdowns.
1: It's not good, but yeah, it's not. Good. It's not terrible. I'm, I'm it's not, not I'm good. Not the Tom though. Brady, on the other hand, I also, I mean, Tom Brady's a hundred years old. The fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like put all their juice in Tom Brady, Tom Brady's a thousand years old. He's a Hall of Famer, best of all time. He's a thousand years old. Do do I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go 0-16? No, they're a good team. They're a very good team, probably going to make the playoffs. It's going to be close, but I think they're probably going to get in. I I think Tom Brady needs to start working with his receivers more. I don't know how he hasn't yet, but it's the first game, like Alex said. It's, you know, you can't put too much into Week 1 in the NFL any year, at any time, really. I mean, the first three weeks, honestly, kind of washes. So... This is this is a practice run for both Brees for for Brady. Um, if I'm the Saints, I'm very I'm very confident at this point because even if Drew Breeze doesn't have it this season, they I mean they have two very good quarterbacks to back him up, and their defense is a Super Bowl caliber defense. The Buccaneers, on the other hand, their defense got exposed a little bit, and you have an offensive line in Tampa that's not very good, and Tom Brady's unable to make clutch throws in my. My honest opinion: You have Grub Grub Gronkowski, who is didn't was a non-factor, an absolute non-factor. Um, so I I don't know what's going to happen with with Tampa Bay. I think they're a big question mark. Uh, but I'll tell you what: I think Bill Belichick's pretty happy with his situation.
2: Well, I think that's a true. I think that's still evolving. You I, like like Zach said, you can't or one of you said that you can't ta- you can't judge a team based on week one. Correct. You can't, but. Um, the Patriots, they did look good with Cam Newton. Maybe that, maybe that will turn out to be a good investment that they made in the off season.
1: I, I think it's going to work. I, Bill Belichick gets to use his creative juices. He doesn't just have the Tom Brady dink and dunk games. So the, I, I'm excited for that. But Zach, yeah, New England's going to be fine. I mean, they're going to
0: win. They get three free wins probably this year. I mean, they have got actually four free wins. They're going to beat Miami and they're going to they're going to sweep Miami and the Jets who are terrible. But, uh, Rams. We got a Rams-Cowboys. I mean, that was a that was a game.
1: Uh, Robbery. Like the that was not
2: offensive-ass interference. You're right. Robbery. I, I was robbed. Terrible call. You had Michael Gallup? I, ha- I Same here.
1: Yeah. So we'll get into the game. Dallas Cowboys, who I was very high on, who a lot of people are very high on. I don't on. know why. And I know why, because their offense is unbelievable, and they have a decent defense. So it's like, it's. I mean, this team is a – believe it or not, guys – and I'll say it year after year oh, after no. 8 and 8 after 8 and 8 after 8 and 8 no. it's it's they're a playoff team man they're a super bowl caliber team yeah
2: they are but they're you know, not winning they games. don't win the games this so. is this is a game that you need to win lance mcallister posed this question back in mid june things that are overrated not just in sports dallas. but in life i said the dallas cowboys they have not been to an nfc championship game since 1995 they have three playoff wins in that span and the sad part is They've had some uber-talented rosters over the years, and they have not delivered. Last year, they started 3-0. I thought they were a Super Bowl team. Remember, Zach, I had Dak Prescott as my number one performer after week one. I'm like, this guy silenced his critics. This team is a Super Bowl team. I was all in on them. And and by the way, I I grew up strongly disliking the Cowboys because I have family in New York, and they do not like the Cowboys whatsoever. So... It 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 just like it, it boggles my mind year after year, and this is with Mike McCarthy. Jason Carrot's not there anymore. This is Mike McCarthy. Why are you going for it on fourth and three when you have a when you have a chip shot field goal? Greg Zerline's one of the best kickers in the league. Tie the game, take that the game. points. And look, if you're gonna do that, going to C D Lamb. Nice to nice to know that when you go to C D Lamb, who's a rookie,
1: it's not the worst option in the world. But you got it. If you're going to do that, target Amari Cooper, target Michael Gallup. Now you also can't do a, a one yard out. I mean, the guy had no. a one yard uh, slant. No. It wasn't a slant. It was a cut. You cut across. It was a crossing route. It was a cross route that was a yard. I mean, I, it was a great tackle by whoever that Rams defender was who made that tackle. I don't know who that was. It was great. It was a great tackle. Um, and because honestly, it probably should have been a first down. Like it was, the ball was very close to being a first down already. But, I mean, the tackle was unbelievable. He stopped him. But to to Alex's point, moronic. Their offense has not been great all game. It's not like there was, was a shootout. You know, they were struggling to get first downs. And on fourth and three, down three, they didn't want to take the points. It's like, dude, tie the game. You're on the road in a new stadium against a team that's got some momentum on you right now. Tie it. Tie the game. And you have a chance in this thing, but this, the thing is, Jason
2: Garrett probably would have done the same thing. No, I don't think he would have. I think he would have. I think Jason Garrett's a fool. But but the problem with the Cowboys is, as good as their defense is, they might have just lost their best player, and Layden Vander Esch for half the season, with a collarbone injury. That is a critical loss for them. And then offensively, Blake Jarwin's now out for the year. Jason Wynn's no longer there. Who, I mean, yeah, you have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Ceedee Lamb, and Ezekiel Elliott. But if you can't utilize them the way the ways they should be utilized, which is the reason why Mike McCarthy was brought in to be the head coach of this football team, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Again, Philadelphia might win the division by that. This is the worst division in football.
1: And the Dallas Cowboys, the which sad is, thing, which is weird to say because man, these are, these are like historically fun teams. These are like the biggest fan bases in the NFL. and these teams minus, You're right. minus the Redskins. But you have three teams, the Eagles with the most arguably the most passionate fan base. You have the Giants having like the heart of New York, and then you have, uh, and then you have the Dallas Cowboys, who are America's team. These teams should be good. And to Alex's point, this is the worst division in football. How is it bad? It shouldn't be. bad. It shouldn't
2: be bad too, because I think on paper the Cowboys, the Cowboys should be very good. Very good. The Eagles should be solid, a playoff team. The Giants, they should be around five, six wins. I think having them go two and fourteen was a mistake on my part, but that's just how that um, uh, service shook out when I made my predictions. And Washington's now showing at least maybe some competency. Yeah. But the but the Dallas Cowboys, to me, until they can win these kinds of games, they they have. The second worst record in one-score games the last two years, dating back to the start of last year, behind in front of only the Bengals. Like that's an embarrassment. Okay, I'm not trying to you and know I, I, knock I, on the hometown team, but at the end of the day, you got to win those kinds of games. That's what separates good teams from uh, from the great teams.
1: And the one point I want to make, to be fair to the Cowboys, the very end of the game, Dak Prescott made a beautiful throw. Michael Gallup caught the ball. They were going to be in well inside field goal range. No way it was that pass interference. And it was called pass interference on Jalen Ramsey. No Jalen Ramsey with an all time sell job. <laughs> and I and I credit him because that's how you do it in the NFL. To get these refs to blow their whistle, which is kind of ridiculous, but whatever. I have an issue with that pass that pass interference called big time, just like I had, I had a problem with A.J. Green getting called for it. That wasn't either. But and but at the end of the day, the Cowboys shouldn't have to rely on a Hail Mary to Michael Gallup in the fourth quarter with a minute left. I mean, they shouldn't. That game should have been won. They missed their opportunities. Zeke Zekiel Elliott looks good, man. Zeke Elliott looks good. Dak Prescott he did look good. Dak, Dak Prescott can't win road games. I don't know what's wrong with Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott is sure not living up to the money that he wants. What What's one road game that he's won in his career? At
2: Pittsburgh in twenty sixteen, uh, no, that was all Ezekiel Elliott. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, Him playing well in the playoffs. Every road game the that the Cowboys have won has been because of Ezekiel Elliott. Zach, kind of
0: Dallas to me got about nine minutes left. By all the way, bark, no, bite. they just. I mean, they, yeah, they. They. I think they have a good team, but they. I'm. They have to prove to me that they can win in the playoffs before I'm gonna buy in. I, I'm like I'm with Alex.
2: Forget the playoffs. They gotta win these kinds of games yeah. to get to the playoffs. I
0: think they're gonna make the playoffs. It's just like. No, I'm not. I I can't believe it. I think I pick them to win ten games, but I think they're gonna lose. They'll lose early in the playoffs. So they're, they're they're just to me. They get all. In. They all. You know, it's all the talk. They get all the pub. They get all this, all that. They just they don't get it done. At the end of the day, they don't get it
2: done. Do you know that this is the 18th time in the last 19 years that they have opened the regular season with either a 425 or a Sunday night game? And what if I told you that their schedule this year, 11 of their games are at 425 or 830? That is absurd when you consider what little they've accomplished in the
1: last 20 to 25 years. But that's what we say, man. Everybody watches the Cowboys. I know. My dad, who's not a Cowboys fan, loves the Cowboys. I love the Cowboys because when they lose, I can just
2: talk a bunch of <laughs> crap about them. Like, you know who else does? Is Stephen A. Smith. I love Stephen A. Smith. Oh, lo- oh, it's so hilarious when the Cowboys lose to watch him come in because it's so predictable and it shouldn't be with the rich history that the Cowboys have. Uh, any other games, Zach? I know you mentioned yeah, the, the game last
0: night. The game last night we have to talk about, right? What do you want to? What's your take on it? Well, I mean, the fact, just how that game went full circle. Cer- by the way, it was a miserable football game. Pre- it it was really pretty was miserable.
1: One of the worst football games. But we
0: we have to talk about just like the 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 Goskowski and the horrible coaching by Vic Fangio. Terrible. Or he. How do you leave? Those timeouts on the team. yeah. Good thing they got 15 seconds left. They got three timeouts with outs. a rookie, Woo! with a rookie quarterback
2: and a roster that was minus their best wide receiver that's last night. That's what needed.
0: That's what you want. Yep, you want those three timeouts. Because Jerry Judy's going to do it. Left. That was no invisible. offense to him, but credit. To the, I mean, the Titans. They, I mean, they outplayed them by a long. I thought by a long stretch, long, long shot they should have won. By there was two one scores. drive they
1: had in that fourth or the third quarter. It was like they, I think it was early fourth quarter, where the Broncos just torched that defense down the field. But that was like, that was it. Zach made a point last night. It was the most Titans game of all time. It was just. Ugly. I mean, that's Titans. That is is early
2: early in the season. Because remember last year the Titans didn't look all that good early in the season. I mean, last year in Denver they got blown. I mean, they got.
0: I'll bet you. I'll bet you. They start four and four, and they win those games. Like all the wins they'll get are thirteen to seven, or f- sixteen to thirteen, or fourteen to thirteen. Like they're gonna win all those games. They're gonna start four and four. And be like this team sucks. Like this team isn't any good. And this is exactly the narrative that we it's put every, on them last year. I feel like it's every time. Too like we're yeah. gonna make this team isn't. In I shape. don't. I don't know Zach. I thought the Titans. Uh, be- last year, I had this. It was literally that. I was like, the Titans aren't going. I not,
1: didn't, yeah, I didn't buy the Titans, but to be fair, that was before Ryan Tannehill came along. Shit. Okay. And by the way, he wasn't good either. So, I mean, he was good last year, but I I thought to, he was really good. last year. To think that
0: like Ryan Tannehill is like, oh well, this is yep, this is the guy you really feel great about leading. Like, he's not a guy that's like gonna take the game by the reins and just be like, yep. No, climb on. The it's tight- Derek. It's the Derrick Henry show. Let's be honest. Yeah, Derek- they go as Derrick Henry goes. They're giving him the ball a million times. Did he
1: have thirty carries last 31. night? Thirty-one for one sixteen. <laughs>
2: but Ryan oh, Tannehill oh. still threw for forty-three passes. Ryan Tannehill so, had a fine so game. So that tells you that Den that they outplay Denver. the my biggest takeaway from this game is this: Do not be fooled by the way by the number of points the Titans scored last night. This is a very very good football team that has a shot. At potentially winning the
1: Super Bowl. I think their defense is legit. And by the way, they had 10 points robbed.
2: By the way, you talk about how awful the game was. That punch that Rashad Evans threw last night, th- there, there's no place in the NFL for that. That, that. that was just embarrassing. He's one of the faces of your defense. Th- there's no place in the see NFL that for that. One, I didn't see that actually. We didn't Good
0: for you. We saw like the, most of the second
2: first half. First off, the second half didn't start until midnight. That's
0: tough. I mean, it, 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 went, it went way late. That's the, but that's the doubleheader Monday night. You know, at the first week, you, know, you it, we got less than five, less than four and a half minutes
2: left. I'll just say, I, I thought the Titans played better than the score suggests. Steven you know Koskowski I, mean, I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how you want to feel about him. It was a miserable. Um, well, they also couldn't punch the ball in the end zone sometimes. But I will say this: this is this is still a very very solid football team. Corey Davis had seven catches on eight targets for 101 yards. A.J. Brown, kind of a pedestrian, 5'39, eight targets. Ryan Tannehill did overshoot him on, on that final drive in the end zone. Uh, Adam Humphrey, 6-47 for on seven targets. Ryan Tannehill picked up right where he left off last year. I thought he had a really nice game last night, to be honest with you. 2'49, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, but you're right. If you're Vic Vangio, you've got to leave enough time on the clock for Drew Locke. Two timeouts, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. I mean, this is a rookie quarterback who's playing without his number 1 wide receiver. And by the way, the loss of Von Miller kills Denver.
1: Defensively, yeah.
2: It is a monstrous loss. I
1: I think the hype on the Broncos was a little too much. But that's beside the point. It wasn't even that big, but you're right. As we gear up for the second hour of the program, we're going to take a little break. Coming up, we have... Winners and losers of the week, or are we doing... What are Winners we
2: doing? and losers of the week and top four performers.
1: Top four performers. My favorite segment of the show. That's all coming up. Zach? That's all coming up, and we'll... What's the show called? Triple B's. That's all I got. Triple say. B's. BearCast, Bengals, Great, Breakdown? Greatest show in radio. Greatest show in radio. Greatest show in radio. This is the greatest show. Um, it is. So we'll get up for, for hour two. Coming up here on. I'm gonna go. Get, I'm gonna go get some club crackers. Club. Oh, oh God. God, he's gonna poison us. <laughs> here on Bearcast Radio.